So the gospel, if you don't know what the gospel is, so the gospels, in reference to biblical study, the gospels is the first four books of the New Testament. So you have this gap of Old Testament Old Testament times where you have prophecies foretelling of a Messiah coming. And then you have uh, you have these years where there's like nothing. And then you come back on the scene and all of a sudden there is this child that is being born. And so the four gospels is four different accounts and they are uh, four different perspectives. So in the, the middle of the week, uh, I'm a lead pastor at my church, but I also am a full-time professional photographer and media. I have a media company. So we do commercials and it's probably the funnest side gig I've ever done. I ended up accidentally, I guess, making it a full-time thing. I fell into real estate. Thank you to my mother who suggested that. And it was uh, something that I found out when you give a camera to five different people, and this is a small control group, five different people, and you tell them to capture a subject and you'll get five different interpretations of the exact same thing. You can actually do it where you give them all the same camera, all the same subject, and it actually will end up being different from every different perspective. So that's what the four Gospels are. It's the story of Jesus, the Gospel, the good news, the story of Jesus Christ that is told from different perspectives. So it's kind of a cool thing to see how one person who's writing the story is like, I can't believe, I can't remember if it's Matthew or Mark, but one of them is like, they use suddenly a lot. So it's like kind of dramatic, like suddenly the skies opened and everything was all dark and there was thunder and lightning and there was Jesus walking on the water. You know, there's all kinds of special effects. And I mean, it kind of reminds me of the chosen. If you haven't seen that, check it out. But then you have a more lighthearted version that's like, oh, everybody, let's just everyone hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And 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 then this happened over here, but then you got this guy. So it's like different perspectives. I was just I was literally trying to find reasons to use those today. So you had these different perspectives of people that are telling the same story. So there are different perspectives, staying same story line. So why do we as evangelical Christians, why, what makes us as Christians different than other belief systems? You have a few things, a few key things though. You have the Muslims that they will testify that Jesus existed. They will even say that Jesus uh, did great signs and wonders. They, they will agree with this. But the bad side of the Muslim belief is that they think that he was only a prophet and a prophet only. He did great works. He did great signs and miracles. I mean, they'll give him a lot of room to be a great guy, but does not make him a deity or the Messiah. And so that's the big difference. And then, so the, if that is the case, then that makes the New Testament stories, the gospel of Jesus, the story, the life of Jesus, to not be 100% true. And so there's this saying that if either it's all true or none of it is. Now you also, when you're studying the word, we're going to begin a Bible study. I was going to try to get to it this week. I might get to it this week. I might not on a live stream, but I want you to understand that you have to not read the Bible from 
2023 in America if you're joining us on America in America. Actually, I saw on my YouTube analytics that a lot of you actually join and watch from the United Kingdom as well and Canada. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for uh, viewing my stuff. But where you are and where we are in history and where we are physically located can manipulate or kind of change a little bit of how you receive what you read. So you have to think about the time that it was written, the purpose that it was written for, and not to go too deep without, this isn't a Bible study uh, live stream, but just so when you read your Bible, think about where they are, the times they're in, what they're experiencing, and what their culture is like. And that'll help you actually be able to interpret and be able to receive and apply the scripture a lot better when you actually stop looking at it from your perspective and look at it from the perspective of the writer. And you'll see that the word will come alive in a pure sense of the writer instead of the reader. It's a big difference. So at the end of today's live stream, I'm going to share with you a story that is actually, some of you, uh, if you know me personally, or if you have ever come to my church or watched our live streams on church, shout out to Connect Church uh, here in Longview, Texas, my church, my family. We're often, I, I tell my congregation all the time that you need, there, there's two things in Revelations that John the Revelator said that makes us overcomers as believers, okay? There's two ingredients. If you if you pay attention to the scriptures and you read, a lot of times there is a, there's two different types. There's descriptive. It tells you time, date, the way things were, the culture, it describes things, descriptive. Then there's prescriptive, which is this is the way it was, or this is how this is. I prescribe this to you to do it. So in John I mean, John the Revelator in Revelation, he's, he says two things that he prescribed to make us overcomers, and that is the blood of the Lamb. So that brings you back to the Gospels, the four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. All these testify of the deity of Jesus being 100% man, 100% God. So this is what separates him from the Muslim belief of being just a prophet, is that he didn't just come and he didn't just die. He actually rose himself from the dead. No one else has ever in the history done that. That's what separates him from just being a regular prophet, is that he rose himself from the dead. And then 40 days after, stayed with the disciples, and, and 400 people given were given an account saying that they saw him firsthand. And so that's pretty awesome. And in just a minute, we're going to look over in, in, in Mark chapter 16, and we're going to read some scripture. But everything I say in this live stream, everything I post on videos or podcasts, some of it's funny, some of it's more revealing truth, which I believe is a minister that is my job. And I, I apparently made some Catholics mad. Listen, anything I ever say on this channel, anything I ever talk about is not aimed towards people, but it is 100% aimed towards bringing light to darkness. And so with that being said, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that he came, he lived, and he died for the very purpose, and his sole mission was so that the world could be saved. Now, why did we need saving in the first place? The whole Old Testament, from beginning of that to the end of that, is God tried to make a way. God tried to give us the law. He gave us the law. And the law is, to simply put it, a mirror to us to show us how in need of a 
Savior. We are. We, we are filthy rags. Our righteousness is filthy rags compared to his. So with that being said, he gave us law. He gave us things that we are supposed to do. He gave us a way to sacrifice, to atone for our sins, because we are sinners. We As soon as Adam and Eve, they failed the test. They got kicked out of the garden. They were in the pursuit of what the what the devil promised that they would know, the knowledge between good and evil, the one thing they couldn't touch. And you say, well, that, you know, that's that's old school. Think about an infant that you say not to touch something, and what do they have to do? Sometimes they will look you in the eyes, and their little hand will go right to where you said to not touch and grab what you said to not grab, and then they'll giggle about it. Now, them being so young and so small and not really understanding that they are being rebellious, that you have to understand that that is in our nature before we ever get formed of anything else. We are born into sin. We are born sinful. We are born in need of a Savior. And for those of you who have been commenting on all my videos, yes, even Mary needed a Savior. She is not perfect. Let's just move on from that. So that being said, the Old Covenant, so you have the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Covenant was made and designed, and then you have the New Testament where Jesus, his story begins to unfold. And what this is doing, it's redesigning and rewiring what the Old Covenant couldn't do, what we kept failing to do. So no matter how many times you sacrificed, you always, 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 and the children of Israel were the biggest idiots. I say that, and we're doing the same stuff today. We just don't listen. We don't want anybody to tell us what to do. We get provided for by God, and yet we still just don't care what he has to say. We're going to make up our own gods, and usually our own gods are in the image of ourselves. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would mean a great deal to me if you download, share, and subscribe so you can be notified every time I put out a new episode. Once again, thank you and see you next time on Faith and Failures.